luckily a really good friend dropped everything, flew to the Philippines, and then we got a 12-hour turn back. So did you, like, have to kill any henchmen or police officers or anyone on the way? What? No, what are you talking about? Oh. What about, like, a, was there, like, a high-speed chase down some, like, hot, swampy river with, like, anacondas and shit? Well, there were no anacondas, but there was kind of a high speed between one terminal and another. But mm. we weren't being chased <laughs> by anybody except Father Time. Jake, please come on, man. Just let him tell his story. Okay, okay. Sorry. My bad. Go, go ahead, Fred. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. So I'm in 19th, which was like I got warned. So you were like sitting in your place or whatever, and all of a sudden, two masked men burst through the windows with MP5 <laughs> slung over their shoulders. Delete the tweet! One of the masked men yelled. Fred couldn't be sure, but his voice sounded an awful lot like Jim Watkins. The other, larger figure, had an oafish, cumbersome body type, similar to Jim's son, Ron, but many people look like that. In fact, it probably wasn't Jim Watkins or his boy <laughs> at all. <laughs> Filipino scholar government. Philippines Phil government. Philippines government. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> One of the men seemed to be struggling with his rappel harness. He had become twisted in the ropes, rendering himself completely useless. The other spoke. Call me senile, do you? Well, if I'm senile, then the cat's in the cradle of the silver spoon. <laughs> Frederick couldn't help but cringe. He glanced around the room, eyeing anything that could be a potential escape route. The older man took an aggressive step towards Frederick and stubbed his toe on a raised piece of the living room floor. He clutched his foot, howling in pain as he hopped around the living room, spilling loose change and discarded gum wrappers everywhere. Uh, Jake, you know literally none of that happened how you're come saying on, it. Come on, come on, man, please. <laughs> yeah, I have, to, I have to admit I want to hear it now. Yeah, uh... I guess I'll hear the rest. Fine. Okay, okay, I'll go. I'll go back a little, and All then right. you can. All right. Okay. So he clutched his foot, howling in pain as he hopped around the living room, spilling loose change and discarded gum wrappers everywhere. And then you said, "Ugh, sick 'em, girl." Without warning, an adorable small pomeranian hurled itself out of nowhere and squarely <laughs> attached itself to the intruder's genitals. He oh my god! <laughs> he wants. <a> <laughs> He once again howled in pain. With both men incapacitated, Frederick quickly wheeled himself towards the door. Once in the hallway, he ducked into a nearby elevator and headed towards the main floor of the medium-sized apartment complex. His communicator blipped to life. A call was coming in. Frederick answered. Uh, sorry, just, are you ever gonna let me tell the real story? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah just one, we're, we're like really close. This is like a really, uh, the, like a really good part coming up. So maybe just we're like a couple, just a couple more lines. Yeah, maybe. Fred, like we're having you on, but honestly, this is the best part of the podcast. Just like so. a couple, just like a <laughs> Can couple. Can you just, all right, him, all right, him, all right, all right. Come on, man. I guess I will shut up and let you guys do it how you want to do it. Okay, amazing. You're being a little bit difficult right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I know I am. I'll let it yeah. slide, but. Yeah, okay. okay, all right. All right, thanks. Um, I will, I'll just go back like a, like a little bit. His communicator blipped to life. A call was coming in. Frederick answered. Hello? Hello, Frederick. Or should I say, Hot Wheels. Ugh, this is ridiculous. <sighs> Morpheus? <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been looking for me. The elevator doors opened, and Fred propelled himself through the lobby and out into the street. People were walking by, seemingly unaware of the melee that had just taken place <laughs> a couple stories up. Morpheus continued to speak. I don't have time to tell you why you should trust me. I can explain later. Right now, you need to get out. They're coming for you. Uh, who is Morpheus? 
all of a sudden, a 747 flying high in the sky executes a gravity-defying <laughs> U-turn, aiming the nose of the jumbo jet right at Frederick. Dude, that could never, ever happen. How is that even possible? Morpheus spoke again, more urgent now. There's a phone. Do you see it? Fred did. At the end of the block, a single telephone booth stood empty on the corner. The phone began to ring. Answer it. It's the only way out. Fred began to wheel himself towards the booth. He glanced up into the sky. The jet was getting closer by the second. Fred squinted. Through the giant front window of the plane, he could just make out the two pilots, two similar-looking men who could have easily passed for father and son. <laughs> were, were they the same ones who had stormed his apartment? Now wasn't the time to figure it out, as the 747 streaked a thick trail of black smoke through the clear sky as it barreled towards the ground. Now merely a mile at most away from Fred, he finally reached the booth. The screaming jet was almost on him. One of the pilots had his phone out, talking to it. Apparently, <laughs> live streaming the entire event. Once in the booth, Fred spun his chair, knocking into its side and causing the ringing phone to come loose from its hook. It landed squarely in Fred's hand. He looked up to see the faces of the two men flying the plane. They were just now realizing that their demise was imminent. Expressions of regret and frustration filled their faces. Fred put the receiver to his ear. Everything smashed to black. He had escaped. Wow. 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 What a... I'll bet it was just like that. You're fired, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe how much time you've wasted. <laughs> even, even for you. <laughs> so, Fred, you could so, go ahead and tell us the, the real story. story. What actually? Yeah, what right. actually? yeah, we okay. really want to actually. I apologize for being rude to you earlier. I didn't mean to say that. No, no, no problem at all. So, a really good friend who you know doesn't want to be mixed up in this because it's like you know they're you know just a little bit worried about like legal consequences and stuff like that. So, I'm keeping them totally out of it. They. Somebody doesn't want to disappear in a pig pen piece by yeah, piece. Yeah, you know? for real. <laughs> like, they heard about my situation, and they dropped everything and flew to the Philippines and helped me pack and got everything ready for me. And, like, we even had problems where, like, the building, like, the, the electric went out when we were supposed to leave, and they had oh to carry God. luggage down, like, 20 stories because it was, yeah... But, like, they were super chill and super cool. And we had so much stuff that happened. Like, it was literally, like, I know Jake's story, but it, it, it was pretty crazy. Like, we couldn't board our first flight. Immigration denied my exit. I got oh stopped by the supervisor, and they denied my exit because I didn't have the ID card that I was supposed to have because it hadn't been delivered to me yet, because, like, I was still in the process of getting the marriage visa, so I had converted from a tourist to a... It's just some stupid bureaucratic thing. You know, when I was talking to her about it, I realized that this isn't a whole departure order, at least, right? Like, it's just something that can be fixed. So I called my lawyer, and he got a guy on a motorcycle to just, vroom, over to the immigration office and race it to the airport, I grabbed the ID card. We book another flight on Cathay Pacific. We were originally supposed to go on Japan Airlines. And it was close. Like, we almost missed boarding. And, yeah, when it was wheels up, as the Q people say, I was so relieved. And it, it, it turned out that, like, the arrest warrant was issued on the same day 
which means the whole departure order was issued on that day. So had we missed that flight, which we almost did, like there was a high speed car part. I had to like, and as you can imagine, being disabled, it's not easy to do anything fast. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, you can't like, do a high speed chase. Yeah, like, we had to like drive up the ramp of the, of my, of the car, like as fast as possible. We're throwing luggage into the car. And I just like, I had a driver, a great guy who worked with me for like two years, six months. And it was the first time I ever told him, you need to speed. You need to go as fast as possible. You need to, yeah. We have to get from Terminal 1 to Terminal 3 now. Yeah. Wow. And the great thing is at Terminal 3, at least, it was all new immigration officers. So oh, they did not. experience. Yes. So I just had the ID card. And it was, I didn't mention that I had just been declined. And yeah. I, nice. they just let me through. And I boarded. Wow. And I got to Hong Kong. And I, I was so happy to be in Hong Kong. Like, I know that there's, like, corona and stuff. But. I would. I was so happy to be there. Yeah, you know, it was really emotional too. Honestly, like, well, yeah, because yeah, you like, have to leave everything. Yeah, behind. Yeah, yeah, your wife, your life, like crying on yeah. the plane and stuff. Of course, I was a wreck. I was a wreck. But dude, I think anybody, yeah, anybody I mean, in their right mind would have been. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but I, I made it, and I don't know. You know, the Q people always say pain is coming, pain is coming. And it never does, but it did come for me. So, yeah. I mean, I know, but it's not because of Q. It's because Jim Watkins, yeah. you know, just he, he does what's called legal arbitrage. He uses laws in different countries to his advantage. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't care how it makes him look. It's just, it's just, he doesn't, it's not about any position. Like, people can call me a hypocrite for changing my mind over time. You know, from being one way when I was 8chan's admin and being another way now. But, like, it's even worse when you're doing two things at the same time. When in one country you're arguing that free speech is so critical that 8chan needs to exist. And in another country you're arguing that calling you senile is a crime. And you need to throw a disabled man in jail for six years for doing that, at least. Yeah. You know, like, it's worse when you just are holding two contrary positions at the same time. Much Have less. you tried calling him senile, but also promoting white supremacy? Right. You're right. Because I think you might, could might let it slide then. Get on his, <laughs> his good well, side. You got to give him some sugar for the medicine to go down. <laughs> At this point, I almost want to be like, "All right, you hear this, Jim? Like you've put this, you've put yeah, this like, man like through like a ton of torture. Like he's really feeling the pain. Like he, you know, he probably like is sorry for calling you senile. Like, I am. Can't, like like this fucked we, up my life. Like can this be the end of it? But dude? I never, like, I never directly called him senile. I just said I think he maybe is going senile. Yeah, you speculated yeah. Like, he might I be senile. Which anybody who Anybody who watches his testimony in front of the uh, the United States government, I, I think, could come to that uh, a reasonable conclusion. I mean, I and watched his him YouTube videos, right? Yeah, and his uh, YouTube. Stuff. I've seen him on all four under the sink, just drinking and eating whatever he could find. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, really. If like if just mere speculation is is libelous, then like you know the QAnon people who speculate that Hillary Clinton right. eats babies, you know. That uh, yeah. that that would be that would be like, bad what for would them. happen to them in the Philippines? Yeah, right. yeah like I well, said, they like, don't have any proof that she eats babies. Like, frazzle, frazzle drip video. Proof. Q is literally cyber libel. That's why it's so hypocritical. Yeah, he is the whole reason that there have been Q drops for the last six months. Yeah, yeah. Without him, there was no valid chain of custody for Q. So there, you know, he's the reason, and I think he's hijacked Q. Speaking yeah. of Q, like it seems like there's some sort of 
fake controversy between Q currently and uh, Ron Watkins. Like, oh, Ron isn't doing the proper security stuff and Q is complaining or whatever. But you were saying it's potentially just another play to show that they're not the same person. Yeah, I think it's bullshit. I think they're feeling the heat right now. Because if Q wanted to leave 8-Kun, he could do it whenever he wanted. Yeah. Just drop a fucking cryptographic key. Yeah. Or a Bitcoin address. Yeah. Like, this is not hard. Yeah. I right. even made a tutorial for him just to show people yeah. how stupid it to is. To move it. to Gab. You're yeah. trying to move him to Gab. <laughs> that, this is... Gab would have been a, a good place for him. Yeah. The hosting is really... And it's not in fucking Russia. Yeah. Like, you know, Akun is only on Rhino right now because they're using a Russian ISP. Yes, yeah, so VDCNA. Is that yeah, the one? VDCNA through DDoS card. Yeah. Them. Yeah. So owned by Surkov. Yeah, like that's how they're staying online. Yeah. And, and now that they're making a super PAC and directly supporting Q, I mean in a year they're gonna be back in front of Congress. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, what, what do you think about this, like, this this super PAC? Do you think it's just a pure scam PAC, or is he actually going to try and, like, push his agenda with that money he's taking in? So I think he has to push his agenda a little bit. Yeah, it's right. I don't disarm think he, the deep state. Yeah, disarm the deep I state. I don't think he's expecting, like, any of the people he's supporting to win, but I do not think it's a pure scam. Gotcha. I think he's going to take a lot of money in administrative fees. And that's the scam. Gotcha. But he will probably send some to the. He'll, he'll do those promotional videos. He'll send yeah. support candidates. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, this really fucked up my life. Sorry. I don't want to be too dark. No, sorry. Dude, you're, no, you're you should absolutely, like, be as dark as you know, it's like the I reality my, allows. I miss my wife so much. Yeah. I yeah. miss my church. It's Sunday. I should be there. But, yeah. you know, I, I just had so many friends there and so many connections. And,. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to cry on your podcast, but it's okay. It, I do it, it almost every you guys episode. So <laughs> really, really helped me. So hey, buddy. Yeah, yeah. it's not a normal situation. Like you helped me set up a GoFundMe, which I, you know, you helped me edit it. That's right. It, I always struggle so much to ask for money from people. All I asked in exchange was that you <laughs> radicalize to the left and come to a Bernie Sanders rally. <laughs> <laughs> and you said yes because yeah. I told you Public Enemy was playing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's very tempting for someone who's been abroad for a while, maybe yeah. not, not caught some good American acts. No, I, I, so, I've actually never been to a concert. And that is going to be the next, uh, I guess, the next stage in our surreal adventure is going yeah. uh, with Fred uh, after all this shit yeah. uh, to... To a Bernie, if, a giant if, Bernie rally with Chuck D singing "Fight the Power." If I, I could just to it. take a minute to ask people, just for you know things that could help this situation, um, if you don't mind. Of course. Yeah. Number one is if you're in the Philippines or have a connection there, go to his naturalization hearing because I can't anymore. Go there, oppose, show that there is opposition. I'm gonna have a lawyer writing a pleading, which I'm gonna post, and. I'm anybody who just email me if you can go there and work with this attorney, especially if you're a Filipino citizen, you know, just let's oppose this guy because he, you know, I opposed his naturalization initially as like a defensive move because I thought he would file nonsense cases like this against me. And usually if it's Filipino versus foreigner, Filipino citizen, I should say you know, the foreigner is at a big disadvantage. I, but I think he may have even just, you know, like my lawyer said, it's, it's very likely that money was paid out to people. And, it, you know, if we could find proof of that, I don't know what's going to happen, but I feel like the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act of 1977 has been broken by Jim many times. But, but, but anyway, that's the first thing. 
if you're, just let me know. The second thing is, you know, my GoFundMe is up. I, you know, I know that, you know, a lot of people would say, well, you started 8chan, but, you know, Jim Watkins took it over and he used it to his own ends. When I was 8chan's admin, there were no shootings. There was no QAnon. You know, he has taken it and abused it and run it in bad faith. So if you could help me out, you know, I would really appreciate it. My Twitter is HW underscore B-E-A-T underscore T-H-A-T. HW beat that. There's a pin tweet there that has it. You know, and I know you're already on the war path, but uh, mm-hmm. I think people would probably want to help you get housing and care a little more. Yeah. And cause... they should go to GoFundMe yeah. uh, and try to help you there instead of immediately trying to mount some sort of rebel ragtag group. I'm so sorry, man. No, no. Jim it's down like, again. He's, he's aggressive. <laughs> that's what's on my mind. You know? You will not be cowed, right? The rebel, the rebel alliance Try to take out. Be. Maybe we could do try both. Try to come for the king. You best not miss. Maybe we can do both. So, the, you know, go to his Twitter and he'll have a GoFundMe. It's the pinned tweet at the top you of know. his Twitter. And please yeah, I'm sorry throw to in bring up money. the naturalization thing. but No, it's, like, it's fine. It, I, I, just, of, I just also want you to be able to pay your rent. No, you're, to, you're <laughs> right. That's way more important. You're right. <laughs> and the nurse that cares for you on a daily like, basis. Yeah. I can't establish residency for like 30, 45 days. Yeah. And I need money during that time, you know? Of course. So, But it's not going to be like a forever thing where I'm just begging for money. It's just... To establish residency in California. Gotcha. So, <laughs> but uh, the more uh, people donate to your GoFundMe, the more you'll be able to be a thorn in the side of Jim Watkins. So, if that motivates you at all, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's that's true. true. Yeah. You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you.